When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is Reception Perception, the show. Now, James Cole and Matt Harmon. Okay, uh, we talked, uh, we've been hinting a little bit about KC and all the ties there, you know. Uh, you talk about Kadarius Tony now with the Chiefs. You, you, you draft this guy more. And, uh, Mike Kafka and all those kind of you know connections with KC. Okay, let's talk about KC's situation right now because, you know, I will, again, I'll, I'll, I'll eat that crow where I said, hey, I'd love to see a little bit more Sky Moore. And what you can do is get all those Mecole Hardman snaps right out the way. Like, <laughs> go ahead, clear it right off. It's all good. Clear the table. Uh, for Sky Moore. And then what has he done ever since? Like the guy's just been literally one of the most consistent contributors in that Kansas City offense. Uh, they're using him very creatively. And and he's really responded. He has played well. Yeah, man. It's been really interesting to see the McCole Hardman thing. So in week nine, Juju Smith-Schuster runs around an 89% of the dropbacks. Travis Kelsey's 83%. The rest of the guys... I mean, almost like pure rotation, right? MVS, right. by the way, I, I tailed you on the MVS sleeper call last week. And oof, yeah, uh, yeah, Woof. that blew up in my face. Yeah, I mean, dude, they threw the ball 70 damn times and they threw it to, to MVS like once. I yeah, mean, like, I, I think oh my, God. my buddy from Yahoo, Dalton Del Don, said it was like a record in terms of targets per route run, like a 1.9 or something like that. Just a- absurd. They dropped back like almost 80 times the most in, in like recent history. It's unbelievable. Uh, anyways, uh, McCole Hardman, though, 58% routes per drop back. Um, they're kind of still using Justin Watson a decent bit, you know, he, and he's yeah. like a size speed freak, 26% routes per drop back. And then uh, Sky Moore at 24%, Kadarius Tony at 8%. But I think there's a couple of takeaways here. One, I think Juju's clearly distanced himself from everybody else. Like I kind of think he, from a fantasy standpoint is you know, he's kind of, he's going to be pretty boring, but he's like a whatever low end wide receiver too, which is more than you drafted him to be. But I mm-hmm. think he's become a crucial role player for the chiefs and like being a tough guy on third down, you know, being like a player that they can count on, you know, what, what has he always been in, in RP has been a zone beater that wins contested catches and is, you know, kind of more of a physical guy, but not a down the, down the field uh, outside the number separator. That's exactly right. who he's been so far for the chiefs. Um, I think he's kind of emerges, like I said, the, the best receiver on this team and, and clearly, you know, some distance between him and him and everybody else. McCole Hardman though, man, interesting player. Um, He's almost been like a, their red zone rusher in a way too. Um, you know, oh, yeah. me, me, you and uh, Nick were our producer. We're bagging on Matt Canada and all those damn wide receiver <laughs> jet sweeps and rushing plays he has in his offense. And it's right. like, he doesn't have anybody with McCole Hardman's speed, but they're, they're using McCole Hardman in that way with when they get down inside the scoring range, like 
they'll throw him little pop passes. They'll they'll have him do rushing plays in the sweep, like sweep jet motion stuff like that. And I I I mean I know right now McCole Hardman, and I guess this will be bear be like worth monitoring the rest of the week. And then obviously if he sits out this game, he, he is missing practice so far this week with an abdominal injury. Right. But man, he's like kind of emerged as everybody wants to get like Sky Moore on the field. Everybody wants to get. Kadarius Tony on the field, but like McCole Hardman is playing too well to to lose his job at this point. Yeah, no, I mean this guy is is somebody that's got legitimate four three three speed. Um, was somebody that um, that I wanted to get really excited about. His tape was really up and down for me. Um, I, you know, again, yeah. I, I, I'm I'm somebody that you know in terms of playing the actual position, it was it's been spotty, right? And I think that's yes. probably a fair way <laughs> yeah. to put it. But, uh, but yeah, no, this last, I want to say four or five game stretch now, Matt, they've really, and again, I really want to hammer the fact that they have been pretty creative uh, in terms of getting this guy in space in different ways and utilizing that speed. It's been really, really smart. This goes back to just the overall genius of Andy Reid and the execution of Pat Mahomes as well. I'm looking back at McCole Hardman's like 2020 reception perception profile. And, you know, again, I think you're right to say it, it's a little up and down, you know, 50th percentile success rate versus man coverage. I actually kind of think people think he's worse than he is. I think he's just like an average NFL receiver, which is mm. not great because they took him in the second round. You know, everybody's going to th- right. took him over DK Metcalf, blah, blah, blah. Imagine DK right. Metcalf on the Chiefs. I get it. But like he's been pretty average. And but what's interesting about him is that, you know, they tried to get him. They try to get him on so many post routes, right? Um, and his post route success rate in 2020, at least, terrible. Like he's not a. I almost like that they've cut him back into being like a short area slot receiver because you can take advantage of his speed going more horizontal than you can vertical. Because it feels like anytime Patrick Mahomes is off, not on the same page with somebody, it's like McCole Hardman down the field. Whenever he throws a McCole Hardman on these post routes, like I said, on these slant route or these uh, yeah. nine routes, those never hit. But they've gotten a lot out of him, you know, on slant routes, on flat routes, um, getting him out there in space, obviously on the jet sweeps that we mentioned. And yep. I feel like that's a better way to take advantage of his of his speed, getting him going horizontal as opposed to vertical. And again, we'll see what happens with this injury. But man, he he's definitely a big part of this offense that. I don't see him kind of going away. Would you like to guess where he ranks in terms of fantasy receivers on the season right now? Oh God. Um, I, I haven't seen it, but I'll guess. Um, I'll say he's, he's gone double digits in like five straight games or something stupid. I'll say he's like wide receiver 30 close in half PPR. He's 28. And like, okay. that's just straight up half PPR and in, yeah. in full PPR. I'm pretty sure he's like 22 or something like that. 24, wow. 22. Um, which is nuts because he's only caught like 30 something passes. But yeah, I, I just right. feel like he's a guy that everybody's going to want to get off the field, but I don't know that we see like Kadarius Tony or Sky Moore, and, and like they still want to get Sky Moore on the field. They still want to get Justin Watson on the field. And and the problem too, with both of those guys, obviously you'll see Sky Moore stuff in the rookie report um, tomorrow morning. Yeah. I just don't know that any of them are going to go out there and play X receiver right now. And like, that's going to lead to just MVS out there doing running wind sprints. Like he was against the, <laughs> against the Titans and just God, dictating Christ. coverages <laughs> just out there getting his, getting his cardio in like, I just want to go back to that. Like again, <laughs> they threw the ball 70 times or whatever they had like 70 drop or I don't know how many dropbacks, but a bunch, like almost 80 dropbacks, right? Like and 78, it's, 78 it's not like, he wasn't running routes. 
No, he, no. he's out there running routes that just I was like shocking against a Tennessee Titans defense that has given up the most production on deep balls this year that Patrick Mahomes didn't pull the trigger downfield on MVS. Anyways, whatever. I'm I, I was on full think, on tilt do, mode. Do you think that might be because MVS is not that good? <laughs> That's as somebody pointed out in my mentions, you don't in, you don't invest in and you don't put calls on players that are not good. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I understand, but I mean, hey, football is a fuck is a crazy game, right? Like, and, and bad players have good games every now and again. But no, you're right, you're right. I, I we I invested way too much time and energy uh, into a player in MVS that is uh, is a dicey player, dicey proposition at best. Hey, can I go back to Juju because I, I think he's been playing so well. Yeah. Um, and you talk about a success rate versus zone. And obviously, as we've talked about in previous episodes, defenses primarily play zone in the NFL. Um, but his success rate last year was above 80%. And as a matter of fact, in, in just 2021, uh, you graded him out as the 11th best player against zone coverage. I think that in and of itself would surprise a great number of people about how good Juju Smith-Schuster was against zone coverage. I, I know I said this in the offseason too, but I, I kind of feel like Juju has gone from being one of the most overrated receivers to one of the most underrated receivers in the <laughs> NFL because okay. there was a time, there was like, and I think RP has always been on the right side of history with him because there was a time when like, he was like the wide receiver one overall in Dynasty. You know, he was, Ooh. because he was, I mean, and every time every goofball out there had like an age adjusted production list, it, Juju like dominates everybody and the age adjusted production or whatever, because because <laughs> he but he was he was like the right. big slot receiver and like the clear cut number two to a guy like, you know, to Antonio Brown. And then um, I, I don't think that Juju's like skills at beating zone coverage. He actually in I think it was 2019 has the second or the 11th highest success rate versus zone coverage in RP history. So he's always been great wow. at beating zone coverage. He just is not like a traditional number one. He's not good against man coverage. He's not good against press coverage, but he does win contested. So he can make big plays there. Um, and he's mostly like a short area route guy. I mean, his route trees always looked like Hunter Renfro, you know, in terms of right. success rate versus on the routes, like you know, dig slant curl flat, that's it. Like nothing going on down the field. Um, like I remember, uh, I remember I say make that Hunter Renfro comparison. Cause I remember when I was working with the fantasy footballers with reception perception, like Mike Wright tweeted out, uh, the, Hey Siri, show me a slot receiver with, um, Hunter Renfro's route tree graphic. And I replied with Juju's because it was like, and that was like, <laughs> that was like the peak of Juju being like that dude, you know? So, yeah. um, I just kind of funny, but anyway, so he's kind of gone from being a little overrated back then to now. I think like coming into this year in free agency, he was uh, oh my series acting up because I said that, but I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> nothing for you, nothing for you right now. But anyways, oh um, yeah. So what the hell was I saying? Uh, he, he's he's now gone to becoming like a little bit underrated, you know, to the point that people think he's trash. He's not trash. He's like yeah, I know solid, that's the thing. Yeah. People think he's bad, which I I'm yeah. just surprised by. No, he's not bad. He just is now I think he's kind of a little underrated and you know, he's averaging uh, over the last 3 games 14.7 uh it's 14.8 yards per reception. Like he's made been making big plays like we haven't seen him lately. Well, of course, cuz now he's like you know, playing with Patrick Mahomes, he's going to get him and get the ball in the right spots, get that ball with yeah. some timing, precision. Um, you know, he's 
25 targets in his last three games. Like he's really emerged, I think, as a guy that's crucial to this offense right now because, you know, last year, and this was a big reason I was excited about Juju, teams with the with the Chiefs, like, and we're seeing this um, now that Tyree kills in Miami too, like no one, no one plays man coverage against the Dolphins because if you do, you are going to get shredded, you know, by yeah. the speed there and the spacing that that offense pro- provides you. Now, last year, teams were playing no man coverage, all zone coverage against the Chiefs. This year, they've transitioned to playing a lot of man coverage against the Chiefs, but still to a point that Juju is like going to get those zone looks underneath. That's a big reason why like MBS is not going to do much against the Titans because they just man up against him. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, they can have Juju be like a 10 catch 80 yard type of guy there. So um, I think he just really emerges as a nice player for them for sure. Hey everyone, this is Brett Boone. Would you know it? I've got a podcast going strong in our fourth year. Tune in as I sit down with my friends, some of the biggest names in sports, media, entertainment, for a lot of fun and in-depth conversations. As you know, baseball's been my life. It's been in the family for a long time, but it's a lot more than that here. It's sort of like taking a ride in a golf cart around a beautiful track. Join me every week for multiple episodes on the Brett Boone Podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah. You know, I think the two things that I take away from watching Juju play is that you talk about the contested catch. You talk about the toughness. I love the toughness that he brings. Um, He brings a certain attitude, I think, um, to that wide receiver room. And the other thing that I really, really like, too, is that, man, I don't think he gets enough credit because of the whole social media TikTok thing. But he's a really heady player, smart player. He knows he's got real great, in my opinion, I think he's got great field awareness. Like he knows where he is at. He knows where that first down marker is. He knows where he needs to get to. I I think very rarely does he come up short of the sticks when he runs that route, you know, and, and if they need it, I feel like Juju's in the right spot. And I I don't think he gets enough credit for that uh, because people think he's adult because of the whole, you know, social media thing, which I also understand too. But on the football field, he is a, he's a heady player. I think that is definitely reflected in that success rate versus zone number. Like you're not an 80 plus percent zone guy if you're not smart. Okay. Cause you have to understand coverages and you have to understand timing. Um, you got to be in the right place for the quarterback where he expects you to be. Um, and I also think that's why he talk about the age adjusted production stuff. You know, that's why, because he's tough and heady, he was able to produce it, you know, right away in the NFL. And you know, you're so right to bring up about the route depth. Nothing drives me crazier than seeing receivers on third down run <laughs> the route short. short of the yep. sticks. sticks I, I mean, for, for God's sakes, man. <laughs> and you know who's a like, I, we talked about Darnell Mooney on the last podcast. Darnell Mooney's like the king of running the route short of the, to the point that like he always has these fantastic looking catches where he's got to like, it's like, you don't have to do that. You know, like, <laughs> remember the, the against uh, Washington on Thursday night? Yeah. Um, Bar- Darnell Mooney. Like has to make this crazy catch that he doesn't it doesn't end up catching because he's because he's at he runs the route short. Be in the end zone. Be in the end zone. Like be at the depth where the route is supposed, supposed to, be. to be. Yeah. And your quarterback won't have to won't look so inaccurate. You'll I don't know. Just make a play. Make a play for your quarterback and like be in the right spot. And I agree. Juju has always been a little bit underrated in that regard. Uh Juju Smith Schuster versus zone coverage in four of the five years that Matt Harmon has charted him has been above 81% success rate versus zone in four 
of those five years. In the one year he was not 2017, he was at 79.2%. So he has been um, really rookie like, year. Yeah, his rookie year. I mean, this guy has been elite in terms of beating zone coverage. Now, that being said, you take a look at his success rate versus man, and they're all in the 50s. Uh, not ideal, which is not great. But man, I, I again, just you're right. Underrated. Doesn't get the credit he deserves um, for filling that role in that KC offense um, as well as he does. I think him and Travis Kelsey, man, they just create they just create problems, you know? So no, it's been, um, it's been good. And you know, it's, it's funny. We have this conversation because you know, who hates this guy the most is my colleague at direct TV, John Hanson. He cannot oh, no. stand Juju Smith Schuster. And it's because he drafted and told everyone to draft sky more. And he feels like sky uh. is getting blocked <laughs> by Juju right now. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, the, the good thing, and look, I, I just mentioned Sky Moore's on my dynasty team, but I think people got a little a little crazy with the Sky Moore stuff and redraft. Yeah. Like they're on the on like a site like Underdog Fantasy. He was going on like the eighth, ninth round. It's like, dude, what are you doing? I mean, it was not gonna no, wow. it's not gonna happen this year. Um, so I, I think Sky Moore's still fine for the future, but I kind and that kind of brings back to Sky Moore and Kadarius Tony that like and the McCole Hardman thing is that okay. I kind of feel like because you know McCole Hardman is a free agent after this year. Juju is on a one year deal, the, and I kind of think he might price himself out of the Chiefs um, situation. Yeah, totally. And, and MVS MVS is like on a three year funny money deal that they can get out of after one year. So I mean, maybe yeah. there's a chance that like they bring Juju back, they get rid of MVS, and then it's like Sky Moore and Kadarius Tony are there 2023. Guys, so yeah, maybe maybe John Hanson will, will feel better in the future, but yeah, he's definitely. Um, I again, I don't want to go into too much into Sky Moore, I don't want to go into yeah. too many other rookies because of the rookie report, but like he's a guy that I, I'm still trying to figure out like where he plays in the NFL, uh, Sky okay. Moore, positional, positional wise. Um, give us one last teaser of the rookie report, give us one guy, and you don't have to go into full on depth, but give me one guy that uh, you charted and you were like, hmm, that is worse than I was anticipating. I was a little disappointed in, in Jahan Dotson. I'll, I'll say that one. Um, that is interesting. I think people are extremely excited about Jahan Dotson. Okay. Well, like I do a thing in this, um, in this, like at the very, at the very beginning, I do like, I sort them into four categories, pleasantly surprised as expected. We'll see. And disappointed. The only guy that's going to go in the disappointed bucket is David Bell. Um, okay. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> okay um i do think i put jahan i was like hoping maybe jahan Dotson would show a little bit better but he he's really actually kind of surprisingly good against press coverage but um mm -hmm. his man score is like just average his press score his zone score is just average it's like kind of crazy how he's been getting by on contested catches and like big plays like that i also think george pickens i think people will be a little like I'm not underwhelmed by George Pickens, but I think other people might be a little underwhelmed by George Pickens just because, I mean, his highlight moments are so crazy, but yeah, I do think he's right. still learning a little bit. Like, like when he said he's open a hundred percent of the time or 99% of the time, let me tell you what, pal. No, you're not. Uh, but, <laughs> let me yeah, tell I, you something, pal. <laughs> I, I think he's, he yeah. could be a guy that's big in the second half of the season though. Cause he does have a good press success rate, but um, yeah, I think people will be underwhelmed. I'm not underwhelmed because it was kind of what I was expecting, but, okay. um, the only one I'm straight up disappointed in so far is, is David Bell. Um, I have two more guys I'm going to add 
I do need to finish Tyquan Thornton from the Patriots. I'm interested in that one. Yeah. Uh, Khalil Shakir, I'll add probably by the end of the week. If not, I've also said, like I said in the opener here, I'm a, I'm because I'm already doing in season charting. Like I might add a guy like Shakir it, next week if I don't get to him this week. Like Christian Watson, if he plays a little more, I'll, I'll add him into the rookie report. Yeah, that's um, be it's tough. just like a lot. A lot of these guys they have just haven't played enough yet, right? Like, right. Um, you know, even a guy like <laughs> there's a guy Montreal Washington who's played a lot for Denver. I'm not gonna chart him, but I'm just pointing that out there. A lot of these guys they just haven't played that much. Uh, that's interesting. All right. So there you go. Um, again, Rookie Report is going to be available by the time you listen to this podcast on Thursday, receptionperception.com to go check it out. Um, great information there. And I tell you what, whether you're a regular football fan or a fantasy football fan, it is must read material because from a fantasy perspective, it really gives you an idea. Okay. These are the guys that I want to target in trades. Uh, moving forward. And then again, from a real life perspective, kind of gives you an idea and sets a tone for what these guys can look like moving forward. I'm going to throw this out there. I think George Pickens could be on a new Hopkins um, trajectory if everything pans out. I'll just throw that out there. I don't know if those numbers match up. That's why when, when you talk about George Pickens and the numbers and all those things, that's the guy that I'm going to be trying to make that player comp to and just seeing if that's true. And maybe I'm just way off. So we'll see. But certainly an uh, mm. interesting uh, and a promising start, I think, for a rookie in George Pickens. All right. So anyways, I'll just leave that out there. I'll leave that out there. And we'll get going, man. But have uh, them but have yeah. them t- d- have them stop running him on go routes. Um, <laughs> enough enough of the go routes for George Pickens. Let him hey, run a listen, slant. Let him run a that dig. That was bro. again. That was the new Copkins special uh, early in his career in Houston. Was just get down there and we'll just toss it up to you and let's just see what happens. <laughs> Anyways, but we'll find out, man. Uh, again, I can't. I, I myself can't wait to read. Uh, the findings that you've got out there and putting out there for these rookies. So there you go. All right, that's the show, man. If you guys would, again, do us a solid. Like and subscribe to the show. If you want to rate the show too, man, that would be awesome. All right, but we got to roll, man. For Matt Harmon, I am James Coe. We'll see you.